Welcome back, world, to the Verbal Intercourse Podcast. Got your host, Nick Walker, back in the building with you today. Shout out to everybody that's been listening, supporting the podcast from afar. Very appreciative over here at Verbal Intercourse. Today, got a very special guest in the building. Creative Director at JSU, Mr. Austin Robertson, ASAP Visuals on Instagram and on Twitter. So uh, follow him and support him. And, man, this guy's been making a wave, man. He he been keeping us hype. He been keeping us in tune with JSU football as well as other sports on JSU uh, campus. So, yeah, shout out to you, brother, man. You've been doing a lot of great work. So how you feeling today? Feeling good, pretty good. I'm excited for the season. Uh, we got a lot of... A lot of ground to cover in terms of like getting the team back together and new pieces and I'm just I'm excited for the end of December because you know it's, it's been a lot of talk a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of drama yeah. outside noise and we're gonna see where, <laughs> where JSU finishes at yeah. uh in December so yeah yeah so you are already ready to fast forward through the I promise you I am because <laughs> I know because I I mean I get insight before y'all do oh yeah like, no it's doubt. like y'all get 10 days later Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like so it's good it's good to kinda of be in the in the scene in the in the area. And so like seeing that all these guys work the coaches are working hard to make sure we got all the players we need and we've been aggressive and I lo- and I love it. Because you you never know you never know when you're gonna need the next player to step up. So No doubt, no doubt. And uh I think I think that y'all been aggressive on social media as well. Like I feel like it, it, it's like when TC dropped those eyes and say, you know, somebody uh, help is on the way or something's coming or it's the standby like, tweet. Yeah, 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 the standby tweet. <laughs> yeah, that's what he say. The standby tweet. I was like, man, like it seemed like it'll hit at like nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night. I be like, <laughs> <laughs> I be like these dudes don't hey, sleep. We working. Yeah, and that's and that's the mo- most important thing. And uh, I think what JSU fans need to realize, they are definitely helping with recruiting. Mm. And uh, so does. So does the media stuff. Like, the media stuff helps because, I mean, I had one kid DM me about, you know, I'm, I'm glad you're there because, like, I got a chance to kind of see what Jack State could be through your visuals and stuff like that. So that was good to hear because, like, you know, that's really what I'm here for. You know, I want to make JSU look like a Power 5. I tweeted that uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of, you know, stay tuned to that goal and, like, have tunnel vision because I really do believe that – if we have the resources to make that happen, JSU would be on top too. Like we'll be able to play these FBS schools on a daily, you know, year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then I feel like we can slowly climb up if we get the right players. So, no doubt, no doubt. So, let's let's uh, rewind a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about you, mm-hmm. okay? So, graduated Mississippi State, mm-hmm. architecture. Yep. But now you transition to creative director at JSU. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about that transition. Were you already doing camera work at Mississippi State or was it something that you just kind of start working on and started progressing at a fast pace till you get where you got now? So in 2010, that's when I went to Mississippi State. Uh, the first year following spring semester, I had just took general classes because uh, I was waiting on the studio of the summer studio to kick off. So that basically was my first year. Um, being an architect, you already have the vision. Like you can make, create spaces with building materials and stuff like that. So that was a, that was already my creative gene. Cause like I, I just grew up playing with Legos, like tinkering things, building stuff together, like all kind of nonsense. 
And I've already had the creative hand. I had the creative eye. And I think when I was in high school, my dad was like, hey, you, you got to, how can you put these two things together to make money? Mm. And so that was plan A, you know what I'm saying? So as I, as in, in the architecture program, we always want to capture moments, but I didn't really pick up a camera to 2000, it had to be 2015, right when I went to Rome. Because we, we take these trips every year, we take these trips in, fall, in the fall. And was those trips like through your school? Or? Yeah, that was through okay. school. So, okay. well, technically, I mean, through our tuition, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we took an international trip, went to Rome, and that was like a blessing. Like we was there for a week and a half, and so I had a chance to like capture and see these things and and like all the architecture and stuff like that. So, I I was using my phone, and I I guess like at some point I was like, man, if I only had like a real camera, and so after I graduate. I, you know, I picked up Canon and want to just kind of like work on taking pictures because I can take pictures, but I really want to kind of like see where I was at. Picked it up, started doing photos, got real good at it, started making some money, did a wedding, and then I, my style of putting weddings together, that's what like kind of jumped, you jumped know, jumped, off your career. it jumped off the career. And yeah. so did me. So my I had a coach in high school. He was the head coach at Morton High School at the time. Uh, this was like 2000 this was like 2016 17 this was kind of like actually you know what i take that back this was before covid so this was like 2017 18 um that i started kind of like doing like sports here and there mm-hmm. and then i really picked it up right after covid and then went to Morton high school went to the every game they had and did a high video Mm. Every week, the city of Morton was like waiting on me to drop that high video. video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that jumps that jump started for me to do that, and then I started doing seven on seven with Demario Davis. He's the uh, middle linebacker for the Saints. Okay, all pro. Let me, let me correct that. All pro <laughs> linebacker. All pro. So yeah. I want to correct that. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Demario, and I've been doing them for about three years, and so I finally got the call. Well, my my cousin uh, Christina Ross, she uh, helped me get media credentials for JSU games. I was just taking photos at the time. Okay. But then I started doing video at the games, mm-hmm. and then somebody started looking at it. Then um, that's when Dwayne Lewis uh, gave me the opportunity to kind of like follow Shador. Mm. Then <laughs> yeah, I started doing highlights for Jackson State every week, and people were catching on like, "Who is this? Blah blah blah. This should yeah. be on the page. Blah blah blah," and from there, it. I mean, that's that's how I got here. Like yeah, that, that I, was like the timeline. Cause I think uh, that that would have had to have been this past season. It was like mm-hmm. your videos was just catching a lot of traction. I know on Twitter, mm-hmm. and and people, you know, older alum, they was like, "Who making these videos? Who making these videos?" <laughs> you know, cause it, cause uh, I didn't realize how active our alum was on Twitter until like this season. Right. Like it was like my page, I'm not a JSU fan page. I'm a JSU alum, mm-hmm. I'm not a JSU fan page. <laughs> but my page grew tremendously just by tweeting about JSU. Bro. Like games. Bro. <laughs> yeah. When I'm telling you, when I dropped that We Gonna Be All Right video. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, yo, I know, yeah, I know your Bro, page. Bro, it blew yeah. up. Like, yeah. I was like, what is this? Like I had, you had, you had good comments. You had like a little bit of bad comments, but you know they they were just hating. Yeah. But it was like, 
it really blew up like even on facebook like people were like screen recording posting up themselves like it was like crazy like it was like something i couldn't i couldn't even contain that mm-hmm. and so after that video dropped i think this because i already had kind of a semi-relationship with coach o coach o called me and then tc called me oh that's this dope. is like after he get not you know named you know the head coach and stuff oh yeah that's and dope. so i kind of got whiff of that that was coming but he wanted me that that was like his first move mm-hmm. like that was really one of his first moves that he wanted me to be a part of and they both sold me on the dream and i can really see tc's vision and i really do i really do believe in tc and yeah, i wouldn't be here if it wasn't for coach o and tc that's dope man that's amazing bro so you kind of touched on it earlier in the conversation um when you was talking about how how a recruit came to you saying you know i see your videos and you know it, it inspires me to take a hard look at jsu or or to commit to jsu talk a little bit about how important your videos and your visuals are to recruits and to the fan base because the fan base you know we love them it's a moment for us and it makes us look forward to the season it, it makes us you know proud to see our family members our friends on on camera like randomly and like proud for us to see these big highlight plays and stuff like this so talk to us a little bit about how important that is it's important because the nfl will call and, and ask for clips yeah like when i say like like just talking to like you know represent representation from the bears the dolphins oh, that's dope. patriots and stuff like that like they need clips mm-hmm. and so when i get that call or get you know it gets the call gets to me I feel like that's that's how important it is, that type of level. Yeah. Even for the players to brand themselves. So like in the past, in the past, like there wasn't team photos. So you missed out on that. You had team photos like for certain players, like, you know, just for the, the marketing aspect, but not team photos for the players, the teams, the head mm-hmm. coaches that were there, the D linemen, the wide receivers, the quarterback group. All these little things matter because we need to start archiving you know JSU history mm-hmm. so like we were making history but who's archiving it right and this is no shot to anything but like you can't every everything can't be on the iPhone mm-hmm. and everything can't be pictures sometimes you got to have that high quality production so that way you can store it later and then you can reuse it repurpose it so imagine like what's going to happen like this beginning of the season I get to repurpose the call the clips that I had from last year mm-hmm. mix it in with you know workouts you know the big you know the big hype video that's gonna like really like take off and enter this season and that's what it's about it's really about if you get to get if you get the fans engaged and they keeping up with social media and they say oh man this looks great this is the high quality stuff right. that we've been looking for and you can be able to like showcase the players and get to show their personal character and so i think that's important and that's what tc wants tc does not want it to be about him mm-hmm. obviously he's the head coach so it's going to be about him right. but he wants it to be about everybody like the players the coaches everything from the equipment manager to the trainers to just everybody anybody who helps us travel to games all that because it's a team sport so yeah that's man that's amazing because i feel like it builds the marketability of the team like even when it comes to like nils or stuff like that yeah. like which and social media is such a wave and i feel like it's a wave that a lot of hbcus hadn't tapped into until jackson state did it 
and now they're building up their social media followings and stuff like that because I mean it's a big deal I think uh, more so than any of like those bigger schools those PWIs I feel like black culture is so big that you have to capitalize on social media as a HBCU it, it could be a revenue uh, bringer and all of that type of stuff so yeah uh like especially the revenue part right because when we're talking about when we're talking about being able to repurpose clips that's like okay so say for instance if i had more clips of isaiah mm -hmm. the pages would have been able to use those clips and like at a higher quality pace do you remember when james houston got drafted and they posted nothing but florida gators show did they did yeah. so that but that was kind of like there was it was a couple of things going on but like the main thing was being able to have that access, access. to right that Those footage clips. of because they i'm sure they would have used jsu clips yeah they wouldn't have mind they, yeah, yeah they, they didn't care and so yeah. instead of pulling from you can pull from game clips there's nothing wrong with that but like if you had like the team in place you could literally have that same play or d play at a different angle but higher quality mm -hmm. because if you if you think about it Remember when Shador had that Fox special? Yeah. 75% of those clips were mine. Wow. Because I, cause yeah. I literally followed him mm -hmm. and had the training or just the knowledge of how, how to get the shot. Mm -hmm. And so I banked on me. All, all that was me. I no, I ain't asked for no, I just asked for a media credential. So yeah. if we can get to that point where we can like do that for players, I would have I would have plenty of clips of Isaiah so yeah that man that's dope bro so that's gonna that's gonna bridge me to my next question Isaiah Isaiah Bolden mm -hmm. was the was the only draft pick this year in the NFL draft um previous year they had I think yeah previous year they had four so do you think that um we're about to go back to where it was basically hardly no HBCU draft players pick due to um, I would say Dion leaving because I feel like when Dion, of course, when Dion left, it kind of, I would say, took a little bit of momentum away. Not to say that you know he would have had to because we ain't talking about Dion, but you know, it, of course, mm -hmm. it took a little bit of momentum away. Um, do you think that uh, like I saw a lot of players transfer, try to get to bigger schools, some try to get to mid majors, power fives? Do you think it? Some of the players are kind of saying, well, you know, we only sent one this year. Maybe I should try to uh, play on a different level. Mm -hmm. And do you think, like, what what type of effect do you think they could have? I think, okay, so to, to answer the, the first part of that question, I believe that – I believe that it was a dip across the board. Yeah. Because I don't think it was just – I don't think it was just about HBC. Obviously, we had great talent this, this coming year, but I think it was a dip – across the board obviously we're disappointed because if one person got signed but then right after the draft not even 30 minutes later we got three got three guys signed mm -hmm. that's that was a telling sign right there for me and i can understand like maybe like they just got signed now mm -hmm. but i think that was still across the board i think there was a deal but i mean if you want to talk about it like there's some there's some power five schools that didn't get a draft pick yeah and i was gonna <laughs> and, and i was gonna say you know? that i was gonna say um you know, uh, heralded school like Florida State, they yep. only had one. Mm -hmm. um, you got other schools. I I feel like a lot of the 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 kids that were drafted 
a lot of them was like Power Five, SEC. Like mm-hmm. it seemed like Georgia whole team got drafted. Yeah, yeah. Well, we uh, knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, TC helped that. And, TCU helped that. Yeah, yeah, and and that was expected. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, kid from state, uh, Mississippi State. I think he went first round. Yeah, uh, Manuel Forbes. Like, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, he cold. Though. He cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I trust me. You know, I kind of even though like you know I'm with Jack State, I was still following Mississippi State. He cold. Like, yeah, when you run a when you run a four two, is it a four two four three? Yeah, yeah, he ran something like that. That helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, helps yeah, a helps. lot. <laughs> my my thing is, is like I think I I I agree with you probably fifty percent. It was a dip. I also agree with myself where I kind of feel like I kind of feel like uh, it's gonna be an issue going forward. I think that to be honest, I think that a lot of schools. Like a lot of schools, they're gonna be trying to use the transfer portal. They, it's, it's like freshmen gonna go into HBCUs. Mm-hmm. They gonna play for two years, get bigger, stronger, faster. Mm-hmm. Transfer portal is gonna try to lure these guys to um, a bigger D1 school. Yep. Kind of like using it like a JUCO. Like a JUCO, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I think, and I think it's gonna be like a real issue with the transfer portal. Uh, I think it's a double-edged sword. I think mm-hmm. you could say the same thing the opposite way. So think yep. about, like, think about Aubrey's situation. Think about James Houston. Mm-hmm. Went to Florida. Went to Mizzou. Hey, they come you back. Know, Mizzou is Mizzou. But, <laughs> but Florida. Yeah. Like, going from Florida to here. Yeah. Like, just same, same thing with Isaiah Bolden from Florida State mm-hmm. to here. So I think it's a double-edged sword. Um, but I don't think that the players – are being discouraged to go on by HBCU. There's a lot of buzz behind mm-hmm. the scene about HBCU. There's mm-hmm. a lot of things that the fans don't see and a lot of things that are being set in place. You know, and I feel like it kind of goes back to, like, what I've been preaching. If you invest into the product, there's no way that, like, we won't be able to succeed. And so, and don't get it, also, don't get it twisted. Well, even if players leave at HBCU, and players need to understand this, the NFL will always look at Jackson State. Always. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what y'all think, they're going to look at Jackson State first before they look at FAMU. They're going to look at Jackson State first before they look at Southern, Fact. Alcorn, Valley, Pine Bluff. Because it's been consistency there. We have a history yeah. of, like, pulling players from the NFL. like, And people, and I think a lot of people forget that because – we went through those years where, we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, Bill, I, and uh, I had to learn about that. Yeah, I had to learn about that because I wasn't privy oh, yeah. to that. Oh yeah, because you know I've been a Mississippi State guy, but okay, like I wasn't I privy you. to like all the the bad seasons y'all had. Bro, bro, I kid you not. I've been at Jackson State games since I was probably about three or four years old. Mm-hmm. So I've been I've been there. I've I've been there uh, in a rain poncho. <laughs> Uh, with about fifteen people in the stands, no, no BS during yeah. like the bell years. Yeah, yeah. Like it, we we've when 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 we've gotten these, these two back to back swag titles, like all that. But the thing about Jackson State fans, we've never been like down. We've always talked noise. Yeah. Regardless, yeah. if we was up or down. <laughs> And, and and that's the thing I do like about it. It's like it don't matter if we up or down. We still saying okay, but we still got this and we still got that. Yeah, bro. Twitter <laughs> Twitter is so funny because yeah. I literally get at it all the time. 
Like it might be one person that might say something about my work or whatever, which I don't care because you couldn't tell me what twenty four frames per second is yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So it's just funny how like pe- like JSU fans they go come out there and defend. You oh yeah, no doubt, for no sure. Doubt. Yeah, yeah, we ain't gonna talk about us, <laughs> especially you know anybody outside the swag. But um, but yeah, I, I truly do think that um, HBCUs or like players that leave HBCUs they need to understand that again the NFL. If you're trying to get to the NFL, every every situation is different. But don't think that like the NFL is not looking at Jackson State. And then you gotta have film. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna try to move up a level, go yep. to a power five, go to a mid major, and you're not getting the snaps like that. Yep. You went from getting 50, 60 snaps, 70 snaps, no snaps. Then <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you went from starting to, to being second. Yeah. Second like yeah, yeah. man. So it's like people if you want to come to Jack State, come like players who are looking for the opportunity to go to the NFL, I say I encourage them to come to Jack State, obviously because I you know, I'm investing in Jack State. But I also will tell them don't think that the NFL is not looking at HBCU. No doubt. Because they are. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of what you think, they are. And but you know, Jack State just got the history of pulling NFL players. I mean, we had consecutive back to back NFL draft picks. Yeah, and then we got like so, four I think four uh Hall of Famers. Right. Yeah. Right. And so we've we've done pretty good. No doubt. Pretty good. And I and I don't think that the energy is leaving. I think people think that it's gonna leave. But when we start smacking people in the mouth mm-hmm. and we run through, yeah, like the swag, people gonna know. Yeah, and I think that's and I that's what I'm excited for because I think people are underestimated the talent that we do have. Yeah, I personally feel like we're not top heavy. Like okay. when I say top like heavy, I feel like we deep. Okay, Detroit Pistons deep. Okay, but we got weapons. <laughs> yeah, so okay. that, that's what I would say. Like, and you, that was a unique team too because like everybody had their own thing. Yeah. But I think we are bringing it all together now, and you can see how aggressive we've been recruiting, and that's that's what I love about being a part of this team. It's like everybody's trying to be aggressive. We are trying to win. We're trying to dominate. Yeah, because yeah. every other day I see a committed, a committed uh, post. Hey, you never you never know when you go get that standby tweet. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's so funny yeah. just seeing it. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's stand scrambling. Ten o'clock at night. Stand exactly. By. Everybody's like, for what? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> y'all wake up. It is like a, a committed flyer just flying right. around. Yeah. Right. So. Definitely so, happy about that. So, yeah, man, let's change lanes a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about your hype videos. What goes into creating them and how long does it take? How how strenuous is it? Oh, <laughs> it, start, it, is, it is strenuous because I'm, I'm so I'm detailed. Like, I, I'm detailed to the T when it comes time for music. I start off with music first. Mm. I can go out there and record all day. But when I get that music, I know exactly how I want to record um, so you know, I'm I'm like a a, a 2008 type mm-hmm. of guy, 2008 2010 okay, okay. type of guy. So I'm, I'm bring some bring some flavor back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think like with the music that is out now, I can use it. But like, what does it mean? You see what I'm saying? And so like, it's easy to use the new music. Um, and I want to bring uh energy. I want to bring feelings into. I want you to feel the. The videos, like that's why, that's why the we gonna be all right. Yep. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. I'll break, th- I'll break that down. So we all knew what that was about, right? We knew that like 
from beginning of the season, nobody thought that Dion was going to lead. Then midway, you started hearing rumors, a little bit of rumors. And then midway, you started to see, oh, he took a flight to Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. But we didn't think nothing of it. It was just another uh, <laughs> another sponsorship, like, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Then here comes the rumors. Here comes, like, all that stuff coming down. And you just saw this, this like, wave of emotions. Yeah, everybody so, like, whoa. Like, and so, like, it was, like, a lot of, like, a lot of like backlash and it was a lot of positive mm. and then it went back to backlash and then backlash and then a little bit of positive for, for months right so <laughs> so that same feeling was like the way i felt like we should have felt like we felt like during black panther mm. and so i wanted that same emotions mm-hmm. and so i wanted to kind of like catch everybody i knew what was going on yeah. like you know deep down and i got you know again i got rumored to it was previous to some information, and so that's why, like, towards the end of the game, I was following TC. Okay. So that's kind of, like, why, you know, that shot was important. And then it's funny because me and me and him had a conversation. He's like, I did see you following me. Yeah. He said, I just didn't say nothing, but I felt like it was a good a good thing happening good thing. right there. Yeah. yeah. So he just kind of let me ride because he normally he don't like cameras like that. Okay. He hates it. Yeah. He hates it, but I have to get him out that comfort zone yeah. yeah so um but to go back to the the like the sequencing of it i wanted that feel i wanted to make sure that jsu fans knew that they was gonna be all right obviously like you know i wanted to use clips of like what Dion said mm-hmm. and i am athlete which that got uh, i guess scrubbed from youtube <laughs> yeah but okay. somebody you know it internet don't you know they don't they'll never let you yeah get rid of everything so yeah. um so I kind of wanted to use that because it's like that's what we was hoping, that's what we was hanging on to, and so the sequencing of showing how when Dion got there and then going back and showing like the the great players that we had uh, that come through Jack State, it was like important to show that we're gonna be all right. So I just used a lot of B roll of the season and then like some of the players you know that was there and some great shots that I just had that just showed who Jackson State was, you know, from, like, the detail shot of the band, like, you know, like, hugging each other, like, right for the game because they do this, um, I want to say, it's not, I want to say, like, a, I guess they do this kind of, like, little sequence thing right for the game and stuff to get mm-hmm. or right for halftime before they get out there and start, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, performing yeah. and stuff. So that was dope. That was a good detail shot. And then showing AD at the celebration go, you know, just kind of, like, watching over the team. I actually set that up because I want to – you know, make it dramatic. So I had right. all these things coming into play, and then I wanted to show, like, you know, Hagler dropping the ball because the air was like, oh, oh my god, I know, yeah. Don't, so, don't bring it up. so I had, you know, yeah. so shout out to shout out to M Dub. She yeah. had, we got two angles from that, but I I'll show you the the <laughs> other angle later. But um, I had a great angle on that shot, and I got it. Used that as you know a way to kind of pull emotions, you know, and then show like some praise like you know from another shot mm. and just kind of up and down up and down and then cut it and then say you know the i love forever right now the crazy thing about that is and i'm probably gonna get she's probably gonna hate me for saying that the person that said the i love forever is a all corn fan really mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so i'm not gonna say her name so i could cover her identity but she was a great sport about it but it was just like on a fly idea because i all that was like pre-recorded ah yeah so i was like okay this would be dope like instead of saying like wakanda forever it'd be like the i love yeah 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 and so just kind of add that 
kind of flavor to that. So that's what I was like. That's where I get excited, bro. Because like the finished product is like, oh, they gonna like this. They gonna yeah, they dropping the music. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like that gets the juices flowing. That makes me want to like really go go in and get it out. And so once I once I got that, and I posted it. Bro, everybody shared that. Yeah, so bro. it was, yeah, it was that's, yeah, that's that kind of like up. that yeah. turned up Twitter. It turned up Instagram. And look, look, and and now I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, bro. Yep. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, so so yeah, man, we gonna switch lanes uh, for these final couple questions, bro. Like you, you know, you kind of mentioned how you kind of like the the 2010s music, the 2000s music a little bit more than this because of the feeling. Yep. And um, recently this week, John ja Morant. Um, I guess they were saying that he was uh, uh, YB inspired uh, with with holding, uh, I guess, holding another gun in another video, another Instagram uh, story or live or whatever. So talk to me a little bit about that. Like, because some people saying, well, he just trying to live out through the music. But I mean, he's he's forking away. I think they said like 36 million this past year. This is he ain't gotten a suspension yet for this year. And he's gonna get a big suspension going into this season, as well as, I mean, Nike's been kind of holding on, but I don't know how much longer Nike can hold on. Yeah. Um, me personally, I think I think the dude kind of need like some real counseling because, you know, like why why are you hanging out with people that you could be doing these things with? Like, bro, you a millionaire, two hundred. 200 plus million stuff like that like you chilling like you a basketball player you're not a gangster yeah you know what i'm saying so talk to me a little bit about how you reacted when you saw that video and when you got the news and what do you think about john Morant? i think uh well i'll start off with like him not making the, the all nba team i mm-hmm. think wasn't he hurt well for some that, some he was that? hurt for some of that but the reason why he didn't make it was because of the suspension and him being away from the team as well as just the negative press. Those all NBA selections is just about uh, press and missing games. See, I thought, yeah, I knew it was about missing games. I knew, you had to, I, I knew you had to be there for 65 games. And that's why I asked about Well, that. I think they just added that. Oh, they just added that? They was just that, added the game year? thing. Yeah, that's okay, for next yeah. year. But, oh, for, okay, okay, yeah, okay. but I think the media, if I'm not mistaken, the media – and the coaches vote for all NBA. I think that's unfair. Yeah. Like, you got to take – like, that's like – that's the same thing as saying, you know, how long it took Terrell Owens to get in there. But then, like, we got mm-hmm. – I mean, I, you know – A bunch of people that ain't bunch of people that, Like, uh, far. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, character-wise, like, you can't yeah. – but I, I feel like that's unfair. But um, he – that was self-inflicted. So, um, I just think that for the most part – I'm disappointed in the way he mm-hmm. how how do you go from doing this press run, apologizing of like understanding your actions and then for you yet to turn around and do the same thing. Now I will say that his friend was recording. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's I don't one think his friend knew he was gonna pull out a camera. I gun. didn't think yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like and it looked like cause when he did it, he turned he turned the camera. Like, yeah. He was like, What are you doing? And like, you know, it was like one of those ones, but you know, the, again the internet don't let you nah. they don't delete nothing. Yeah. So it was one of those things where you gotta stop you got I think you're right. I think something is wrong, but I also I think it's about his environment too. And I'm not gonna sit here and say that like Memphis is the reason why. Yeah, that ain't. No, yeah, I hate yeah. I hate hearing yeah, that, that because Memphis is great. Obviously, I, I look at Memphis as like 
Jackson, but on a bigger scale. No doubt. Yeah. So obviously there's gonna be a little bit more crime, but like that's not it. That he doesn't it. he doesn't stay in the hood. He doesn't yeah. he don't be <laughs> running around like that. Cause if you stay in the hood, like he put himself in jeopardy like that. So why like you can't say it's the city that's changing him. It's just that his and atmosphere. He had like a long like it's I think it's since like last summer, he done had like a long line of instances. With guns or altercations, like it's just like, yeah. bro, what you doing? And then his friend doing that laser thing. I was like, oh, now that comes bad. Now that looks bad. Yeah, because I think crazy. it's the same guy that was in the car. Oh, really? I think. Okay. I don't want to speculate, but I think that was kind of like something they brought up. But because he can't even go to the Grizzlies game. Oh, oh, yeah. Anymore now, so it's like, and then like you have to look at his dad too. It's like, all right. Which you don't need to be buddy, going. you know. You don't need to be buddy buddy anymore. It's time to like put your foot down because you're the you're the parent. Like, and he's a grown man, but at some t- at some point you gotta kind of separate, not separate yourself, but tell them that you know, yeah. hey, this is wrong. You did this wrong. Because I this think Jai's only what like twenty three. Yeah, man, he's got a lot a lot to play for, man. Yeah, he got a lot to play for. Yeah, man. he could, man. To to be honest, like. He could really get like a half a billion dollars strictly off playing. He really could. Yeah, but he's like forking it over. He's like throwing it down hey, the drain. And I think, and honestly, he could how many games? How more many, than a half a how billion. Many, how many games is, uh, did they change the, how many games is in the NBA now? Nah, it's still going to be 82, but you're going to have to play 65, so that 70, I think. He's about, he, I guarantee you he's about to get a 20. 25-40. So that means you can't even get injured or you're not going to be on the all-NBA team. And then That's crazy. And then he's not going to be on the all-NBA team anyway because by the time that part of the season, you got players already establishing themselves. Uh, 20 games, like you this, can do it. You would have to come out there and average 30 fresh off of not, not being with the team because when you suspend it like that, you can't practice with the team. Yeah. Like you, like you just strictly solo training. So that would be that would be insane. They're working on free throws. Yeah, I swear. Yeah, like, and stay conditioned. But at the same time, I think I think that's what's about to happen because they're gonna hurt him in the in his pockets mm-hmm. twice, like making all NBA teams. So you miss out on another supermax contract, man. And I hate that for him because he's he's worth the supermax, no doubt, no doubt. And so like being able to stay out of trouble is obviously you're a public figure. Now I, I will say this. This topic is a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because you got a lot of people that are saying, you know, he's a public figure, he's an NBA player, he shouldn't have guns, blah, blah, blah. And I get that, but then you also have these public figures in pol- in politics that are waving guns or they, they're green. Especially in a place like Tennessee. Their, their green yeah. card is is a family full of guns. guns. And it's like, come on now. Yeah, but, yeah. But I, I, think, I think really, to be honest, I don't think the NBA – doesn't have a problem with John Morant owning guns, and and I think Jalen right. Rose said this. It's it's like, bro, why is it out in a strip club? Right. Why uh, why are you why? And then after you get caught in a strip club, why are you being seen with a gun at all? Yeah. Like like yeah. that. Like if he just had hire a gun security. out protecting his family, that's different. That's different. Yeah. He should hire security. Yeah. That's and I, and, and it's but less, I but I don't even think it's that. I don't think he needs security. I don't. He don't need security. I think what it is is that, to be honest. He just wealthy and decide I'm gonna just be strapped up and and he listening to music and decides to pull his gun out when the music on. You really don't need again, you really if you're around certain people, you don't need a gun. And then you don't move the way you move around too, you wouldn't need a gun. 
Like I, we don't see. They say NBA young boy had you had you turned like that to where. No, they don't. <laughs> I see somebody say that on Twitter. Jesus, <laughs> I mean we all get hyped. Like that's like. <laughs> let, let me pick it back. Like 2008, Lil John, Crunk yeah. Juice. Yeah. I didn't want to go, you know, wave a gun in the air. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and even if I was like, even if I was, you know, had that ginger ale <laughs> in me, I'm not, I'm not finna pull out no gun. You know what I'm saying? So like, so I could plastico burst myself. No, no, none Man, of that. Get hype and pull it good straight. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, I don't know. It's. It, Bro, they've they've been killing him in the means. Man, you know what? And, and I and I hate it because uh, because it seemed like the black community, you know, we was we was for job and we still for job, yeah, but still. but we like, man, come on, bro. I know. That's, like like yeah. at this point, we like, bro, whatever they do to you, you deserve it. Yeah. Because because bro, you you have all the wealth, you have the money, you got the shoe deals, you got the. You you ain't gonna never get no commercials after right. none of this. But nah, <laughs> nah, I think I think I think he'll survive the Nike uh, deal though. Yeah, hopefully he'll because survive. I think because it's so it's it's so early in the deal. Yeah, because they cut Kyrie when it was towards the end of the deal to give <laughs> to give man, it to this guy. That's a whole nother subject. Yeah, that's a whole nother subject. Man. Yeah, I'll stay away yeah. from that one. But <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I think yeah, you're right. I think it, it's super early. Mm-hmm. Um I think he might lose I think he'll be okay. I mean that's just extra money for them. He gonna have to I think he gonna have to do and I hate and I hate it because I'm a person that believes that you as a black man or as a black woman, you should you should you know look how you want to look when you go into work. You should present yourself how you want to present. I'm not a professional ass person. I'm yeah. just not. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, John Morant need to cut his shit. He need to he need to come back as a model citizen. Like yeah. he need to go from he need to go to Carlton Banks. Like he need to, <laughs> he need to go straight there and change his whole image. You think uh, you think the Memphis Grizzlies gonna trade him? No, well, I would say this: Memphis Grizzlies couldn't trade him because it's so hard to get a superstar in a in a, in a small market like that. I was just about to say that what it's was, so hard, yeah. like like, and because you're not going to get them in free agency. Yeah, when was the last time they actually got like like? And I'm not saying that like. When was the last time they actually got a star? But they had to really build for Powell, Zebo. Powell was a draft pick. Yeah, Mark Gasol hadn't became Mark Gasol before. Yeah. So the Lakers traded Mark Gasol because they drafted Mark Gasol. Right, right. To Memphis for Powell, mm-hmm. and Mark Gasol hadn't became somebody yet. Zach that Zach was. Randolph uh, was a trade from Portland, but he yeah. still was never. I don't. I wouldn't consider him a superstar. I consider him like star. a. He was a starter. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard for a small market to get a superstar. And so they finally got one. So I feel like they need a. I think Giles gonna be okay though. I I don't think this is gonna be one of those Basketball things. Wise, I mean, he's a warrior. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gotta chill out though with all that jumping. Cause oh, like, man. how many? You, you and us watch D Rose like, like go from like being just like Ja Bro. and then getting hurt. And I'm not saying Ja will get hurt, but like. I mean, that's really how he got he, hurt earlier. Going, no, he's going to get hurt okay. if he keeps doing that. Yeah, yeah. So he got to be smarter. Because when he, um, LeBron took the charge on him. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that that was, and his hand is and already he just flailing. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. Hand was mm-hmm. man. It was, yeah, it, yeah. But yeah, man, I hope I hope Ja make it through all this. But bro, man, put the pistols down for bro. sure. Like, for sure. <laughs> like I, I just think and get off get off social media, bro. Get off social media and tell your friends get like cut that out. Yeah. Now the only thing that I was I would say is. I feel like somebody brought this up. Like, does he need a like a 
a scenery change and i said no like it's gonna be the same like you can't change the scenery it's gonna be the same thing but just you know more attention because i told because i told somebody i said bro if he was in la if he acting like that he'd been a blood of a crip by now <laughs> you know you know i think that they player nba players gotta be careful with that no no doubt like that i think that's that's not you're bro, not you from got that a dollar sign on your forehead like yeah, you're that's you're not from that so Cut it now. Paul if you want to, got stabbed before. Jesus, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, Paul Pearson got stabbed before. Not even on no gangster stuff. Just yeah, yeah, just stabbed. Yeah, uh, you done got guys in lead that done got shot. It about ended their career. Like, yeah. I mean, you need to chill out, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and and so you kind of can see that that swing of you know the cult, our culture. Like going get into the NBA, but there has to be some type of like threshold where we got like, hey, you gotta chill out with that. You gotta yeah. chill out with it, you know, with all the lingo. Not every lingo that needs whole to be organization. I feel like that Memphis organization, as far as like the team culture, mm-hmm. like even they say even Stephen Adams had to tell them like, hey, when we go into these cities, we can't go out no more. Can't do this. We can't do that. Because I think that team as a whole, like they kind of got like. A different yeah. type of swagger about them that yeah. that they you know they riding out you know what I'm yeah. saying when bro y'all professional basketball players exactly and you know Steve Mouse played with like KD and Westbrook yeah so he know what a professional so like yeah supposed to look like mm-hmm. and he you know he over there to be honest with a bunch of kids because he's the veteran these guys are <laughs> yeah, 23 years old yep 22 I mean Jaren Jackson's like 22 years old. Josh twenty three yep. and he's supposed to be the leader of a franchise. I yep. mean, yeah, it's yeah. It, yeah. I think they'll be, but I honestly think they'll be fine though, man. I I just I, again, I just think there's gonna be like a a big a big hurdle to come overcome. But I'm I'm looking at twenty games. So he'll get twenty games suspended. So yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no so doubt. But yeah. So yeah, bro, we about to round this podcast off, bro. It's been great having you on. But before yeah, we go, we're gonna have to have that conversation, bro, because I. Cause, Cause, you know, I had said that Larry Bird was the greatest <laughs> trash talker of all time. Which, but I, I watched uh, some old clips from Last Dance, and I honestly think maybe Jordan Woods or Gary Payton. That's what I keep trying to tell folks. But like, yeah. I think the argument was, oh well, the older players were saying that Larry Bird was great and blah blah blah. And I was like, man, do you know it's a history of NBA players that come through the league. Mm-hmm. So you can say like Larry Bird was good in his era, but what about what about KG? What about Gary Payton? What about Charles Barkley? You know think, what I'm saying? I what think, about the what about the Detroit Pistons? You see what I'm saying? Like there was like so many teams that was there talking noise, and I feel like we can't just. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, Larry yeah. You Bird, can't minim- the only era I would minimize would be probably like that Bill Russell era. Yeah, them nah, boys was yeah, weak. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I ain't talking about that. Like, 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 not that far. Like nah. every top, like every top five, they be like, "Well, Bill Russell's on the Mount Rushmore." I'd be like, "Bill Russell don't come close to some of these centers." Yeah, like a Shaq or yeah, you know, he, yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, yeah, like nah. Yeah, I mean, but I will say this: I will say um, a lot of those guys in the '90s, some of those guys would have been role players. They wouldn't have been superstars. Hey, yes. They wouldn't have been superstars. Yeah. Uh, and I love Reggie Miller. I love Ooh, Reggie Miller. Man, you talk about trash talking, man. But, yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, I just don't see him. I, I see him being a Clay Thompson in our era. 
Yeah. I don't see him being able to carry a franchise like just by strictly running off screens yeah. and because what could we never seen that but the game evolved because not everybody does everybody's shooting threes yeah because like once it was reggie miller then here comes ray allen mm-hmm. and you everybody forget ray allen used to dunk ray ray allen used to be, yeah, he was with desmond mason in the with the bucks they was dunking but that's the thing though but <laughs> that but that kind of goes to my point it's like ray allen he was you know he could only get you so far as the main guy in the league right. even in that era yep so yep. he had to become a role player. Like he, of course, he had really competitive teams. He took his teams to the playoffs. Yeah, hey, you're not you're yes. not winning no ring with Ray Allen. You, you, yeah, you know. So, but I mean, it goes back to like, I think he's in that realm of like with Clay Thompson. Like they was they're great, they're both great shooters, and mm-hmm. so you're talking about you're talking about like players that that did have an impact in the NBA, but, like, not in a sense of, like, oh, this is a franchise player. We can go make the runs, like, like mm-hmm. LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, like Derrick Rose. Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that and that's important to mm-hmm. have on your team and stuff, so. Yeah, bro. So, yeah, man, it's been amazing you ha- having you on, bro, yeah. man. I appreciate it. Austin man. Robinson, follow him, ASAP Visuals. Be looking out for those hype videos. Be looking out for everything that he's doing. Everything is amazing. Looks great, professional. And yo, bro, we out, man. Peace. I appreciate it, man. No doubt.